Can you hear us? What's good, fam? What are you doing? All right. Well, hey, I'm here with uh, Coach Kitley and Coach Backy. Thanks for coming on, man. I, I really appreciate it. We all do. Oh, yeah. for having me. Sure. Good deal, man. Hey, you re- this is uh, Coach Kitley. You ready to roll? Oh, yeah. Let's get it. All right, man. It's almost start us off. So what are uh, some of your hobbies? Really, man, I'm down to earth. I'm really the type of guy I like. I really like kicking at the crib. I've gotten into anime pre here recently. If I'm not doing that, I'm playing 2K or any game that, you know, that I, I did came up. I spent so much time playing football, you know, film study, on the field all the time. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much half my year is all working. So I try to find a way to I can in the meantime, just chill, relax, and play the game and stuff at home. Okay. Got you. Do you play any other sports in your off time? One more time. I said, do you play any other sports in your off time? Uh, no. I wouldn't really allow it. But <laughs> I just really just – I really don't play the sports. You know, I, I try to keep from getting hurt, you know? I completely understand. So, who's your favorite athlete growing up and why? My favorite athlete – Kobe Bryant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it can be any sport. Man, I love Kobe Bryant going up, man. Just is I've always been better at all. But, you know, I always love Kobe Bryant for shit. He's just a dog, man. The mentality he, he carries the drive he has. Hey man, the the tenet, the tenacity he plays with, you can't help but knock it and say, Hey, anytime you any of the old two K games, shit, hey, Kobe was gonna kill him. True, true. You drop 81 at any time, especially on 2K. Exactly. Hey, that was, that was, my, that was mine growing up, too. I, I hear you on that one. Yeah, I didn't even like the Lakers, but I did love Kobe Bryant. I, I've always been a Kobe fan, but, I mean, now that LeBron's on the Lakers, I got to like the Lakers. So, hey, I'm with LeBron. As long as you've been L- Listen to me. Bronze the best. <laughs> there we go. All right, man. We're gonna get to uh, the the bigger questions here. Um, so so tell the listeners out there about uh, about LJ and about you know your journey to uh, to the NFL. Hold on. Repeat that. You kind of going in and out. Um, I said uh, I said tell the listeners. We're gonna ask the tough questions now. Wouldn't. Say about you telling the listeners um, about your journey and how you uh, how you made it to the NFL. I got you. Let me know when you're ready. All right, we're ready. Oh man, it was a long one. Like uh, you know, college at TCU is pretty. You know, it was challenging. It was rough, but you know, I knew that uh, when I first got there, you know, I was really supposed to. I was supposed to you know, things happened. My my recruiter went to TCU. Tech switched up on me due to some some stuff that happened. I left them in the past, and the coach Pete talked to me. And, uh, you know, I only went on one visit before I went there. You know, I went to, you know, my, my, my little junior day visit, you know, for the signees. And then that was one visit, and I moved up there in the fall, not knowing anything about the coach staff or anybody there. I just knew I wanted to play football. So I went in blind, not knowing any other other, other guys. My rook, my friend, you know, coming from one man, just went up there, we played, you know, 
that's going to play. It's not like, and you got to just being talented can only take you so far. You got to know the play. You got to know what you're coming. Just be a good athlete in college, pretty much. Some can, like some guys really can't just be talented, but that wasn't my route for me. I had to really own my skills, get right. It took a while. It took me for, you know, year after year, my game adding in shit. When it clicked, it clicked. And uh, it was just crazy. I didn't get much PT, me and my head coach, and I struggled with the defense at first. And when I got it, you know, my coach still wasn't messing with me, but I'm a firm believer, even in high school, saying, when you get your chance, you got to do something with it. And I, that's how I carry myself today. I, I think the same way in the NFL. And uh, so my junior year, I balled throughout the year, you know, here and then I get to play a lot. And when I did, we, we had a ball game. I went crazy. Had like the, the game pretty much, the, the stats for the game pretty much set the chance to win the game. We got a punt after that and we ended up winning the game. And after that, I started getting a bunch of hype and guys tell me, hey, man, you might can slip, you might can get drafted next year. It's like, you can get to the senior bowl. And, okay, I started believing in myself. Because this is the summer going to my senior year. People from back home are asking me, what you going to do now? You know what I'm saying? You're going to be done. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to go play in the NFL. They thought it was a game, da 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 So I meet with the agents I'm with now, and they tell me this shit. You got a chance to get into the senior bowl. The people are, people, the media's not catching on, but, you know, we are. And so I went in my senior year. You know, I didn't play the first two games. And shit, man, I just have one of like I just, when you tell like when you can just say you put together one of the greatest seasons ever, like I like I can't tell you how I did it, man. Like man, I played ninety snaps a game, like I went like me and my uh the dude across from me, Ben, like we just had one of the greatest seasons you could ever really just think of, man. Like we didn't have a good year as a whole, but man, we just we put something together like and one day losing my mom and like I knew that. After all that happened, that I had to really tighten down and, like, what do you want to do with this football? Do you want to be a joke or just get your degree or just kind of play? Or do you want to be great and go get some money out of this? Because my whole thing is, like, when you get to college, man, they work the shit out of you. And I'm just like, I'm going to get out of them what they got out of me. I'm going to make sure I use them. That's why I got my degree. You know, I use all everything. Felt, like, there's so much stuff we could request. Like, I'm going to get my master's and all that other stuff, man. It's just... My my road is I'm truly blessed to be in the position I'm in. Like not a lot come where I come from, you know. Just like not a lot of people get this opportunity, and I'm gonna make the best of it. You know, it's been a long road, and I feel like my journey is just beginning. Like I've accomplished so much, but you know that's nothing compared to what I'm gonna do. You know, for sure. For yeah, real. man, this is year one. You mean you got the rest of your career? Oh yeah. Yeah, love the mindset. All right, so. <clears throat> What does uh, like a typical kind of day-to-day schedule look like for you? I guess probably more in the season, I guess, type stuff. The day after the game, we come and then uh, we'll have a team meeting at 12. You know what I'm saying? We'll get in the break it down. We'll talk about what we did good. And then we'll put up. And, uh, Long get in, we go over the statistics, everything we did good, everything we did bad, and then we got us out of there. We go to a position. We've already watched the film, so we're going to go through, like, the bad plays, and then we're going to get out of there. Today's our off day, but the defensive line meets at 9 every day. We go over, like, the runs. The... We watch some blitzes. We watch some pastoral stuff. We watch some uh, stuff over guys that uh, that we know we're going to see that week and everything like that. And we're usually out of there by 945. And, 
you know, I'll go do a lift after that, and I'll contrast, I'll cold tub, hot tub, and I'll sit in a Epsom salt bath afterwards, you know what I'm saying, just to get my legs back, and mm-hmm. then I'll go home, have some lunch, get in the booths, and uh, I'll study film for about an hour or two. And then on, on Wednesday, shit, that's the day where the defense lifts early, so we'll come in, we have a lift at 7, uh, we got an 8.45 team meeting, so we have breakfast before that, and uh, after the 8.45 meeting, we'll go into defensive meetings, and we'll go to position meetings, and then by this time, we have an 11.30 walkthrough, which is just like another practice. We'll do that, and then we'll go to lunch, and then you know, they have, they'll allow the media to come into the locker room and uh, and talk to us and uh, interact with us and stuff like that and see who they want to talk to. And then you have taping at 1, and then you got 210, uh, 210, uh, hello? Can you hear us? Yeah. All right. That sounds, that sounds a lot better. All right. Yeah. So, so the last part that we, uh, where we lost you at, I think you were telling us what Wednesday was like. All right. But, uh, I, what, what, what all did y'all hear? Did y'all hear any of it? Uh, let's see. We heard that but you you were lifted in the morning. Yeah, y'all left early on Wednesday morning, I think. All right, and after we lift, we got a eight forty five team meeting. Then we have a walkthrough in the, the studio. Then we go up to defensive meeting, and then uh, we'll go to position meetings after that. And at the defensive meetings, we'll go through all the you know the the code, the game plan, and what we're gonna do, and guys are gonna give ideas on what we got to do, and we'll go over the run, the pass, and what we need to do to be successful though. Position meeting for about 20 minutes and then we'll get out and uh, we'll go to uh, time for the walkthrough. Then we'll have walkthrough and after the walkthrough, you know, they get ready for the, uh, at the walkthrough, we have the media inside the, uh, inside the locker room. They can come talk to us, uh, tell us how they feel and everything like that and what they think about the game. And then we got taping at one, then we got 210 special team stretch and all that QB center exchange. And then uh, practice start after that, and then we'll have practice about four thirty, five, and after that we'll uh, usually uh, we'll get out, we'll watch the practice that day, and then the next day, you know, the offense will lift first, and so you got to be there by eight forty-five and eight forty-five, and then the same thing over and over the next day. It's the same schedule again. We'll usually get done by uh, about five, watch the practice again. That's the uh, passage day. And then on Friday, it's Fast Friday, where we will depend on, uh, say we're playing in Seattle, so we'll get in. We'll, we'll, we'll be done by 2. We'll have one practice. We'll have meetings and whatnot. The walkthrough in the, in the studio. And then we'll uh, go, off, or go outside. We'll have a fast walkthrough type stuff. You know, it's just straight, you know, shorts and uh, jerseys, no helmets, none of that stuff. And get in and out of that uh, pretty quick. And say we're like we got to go, like, the but and then uh, if we're not we'll be there the next Saturday and stuff like that but we'll be there and everything like that but if not we'll be then we'll go home and then we gotta be up there the next day pretty early we'll go up there on Saturday for the home game and uh, we got to be back up there. We'll go from like then, 12 now. We'll finish round one. And then from one to like maybe 6.30 at night, you can just chill at home and do whatever. And then uh, we'll have like all our position meetings, like film night before the game stuff, you know, our prep talks, our team meetings, Pete talking to us, all that stuff. And then you can go home, get your stuff for the game and 
that you can come back. But you got to stay at the hotel because, you know, only rookies got to stay at the hotel. And Dallas, who haven't been in the league six years. And so come back to the hotel around uh, curfew at 10. See you there next day. You know, we got the game and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's pretty much my week for what set was NFL week 17 weeks like it doesn't change <laughs> I was the same way the same way in college fam like my schedule was going to be like they try to keep us on a tightness schedule and it's a good thing to do and I assume y'all do that with y'all the athletes too to make everything the same so uh just so they can get into a good routine you know what you're going to expect and like I like it a lot I like what we do and it's fun but that's pretty much what we do throughout the whole season does it change for uh Thursday games at all yeah, but we only had one, and I can't really remember the schedule like that. I know on Thursday games, like, everything's pretty much accelerated. We'll have two practices on Mondays. Everything will move a day up. Instead, on Monday, Monday will be, like, our off day. Tuesday will be our Wednesday, and Wednesday will be our Thursday. No, 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 let me get that right. Uh, Monday will be our Tuesday. No, 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 Monday will be our Wednesday. Tuesday will be our Thursday. And Friday will be our uh, – and. Wednesday will be our Friday, a fast Friday, pretty much. Uh, I got you. Yeah. yeah everything is – yeah, there's some stuff you can't do during the week because, you know, it turns around so quickly. Shit, you just got to, like – I guess since, since we're in the NFL, you got to already be prepared. You got to know what's going on. Yeah, it, it turns around pretty quick. Same for a Monday night game. <laughs> yeah, those those Thursday night games turn around fast from Sunday to Thursday. Man, I'm telling you, that should kick your ass. <laughs> I believe it. Hey, so so earlier you were talking about whenever y'all did game planning on film study and stuff, you said guys gave ideas. You so did they let do they let players have a say so on some of the ideas of like, you know, coverages and schemes, or is it you saying more of uh all the coaches giving ideas? Uh the coaches have the idea, but they give it to us and we kinda like, well what did what you guys see this week? Just give us a little something of what you've seen out there and what you know and Say, like, we'll, like, the D-line be, like, we know a good indicator is, like, the, the offensive tackle, like, he's going to give away pass and run. He's going to be lighting his hands and stuff like that. And we know when we get the Y off in this formation that it's going to be pass or run, things like that. Or we know they got a, they're a big run team and things like that. And so we pretty much got to, you know, it's stuff like that. And then the off the, the DBs will go off with they scene and stuff like that and uh, so on and so on. Pretty much the stuff that we talked about throughout the week with our coaches and stuff like that. What have you learned and how prepared are you for the game? Pretty much, if that makes sense. That's pretty cool because, like, you know, I figured, I figured, you know, you're at the best of the best. I figured they take your opinion a little bit, but at the same time, like, they're the coaches. But it's pretty neat that you know they'll actually, they actually, you know, listen to what y'all say to an extent. Mm-hmm. What I'm surprised about is that offensive linemen at that level still give away if it's a pass or a run. You'd be surprised, and it's a, it's, there'll be some that'll do it. <laughs> standing, standing straight up or put his hand down, like except the end of the day, it's like shit. You know what's coming? Can you stop it though? Ah, that's true. That's yeah. That's facts. the biggest. That's the biggest part of it is can you stop it? Trying to tell you, man. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a that's a pretty interesting schedule. Sounds like you're pretty busy. Um, you know, so you've been through the whole recruiting process. Can you tell us a little bit about what the draft process was like? Oh, man, it was crazy. Like, it's one of those things, like, man, I'm blessed I got to do it because, you know, you grow up watching stuff like that. And you're like, man, like, I'll get to go to the draft, the combine. Honestly, man, the senior bowl plan was fun. But the shit we did after this, man, they try to make it so, like, they, they push you, they push your limits. They make you, like, one night we had to stay up. 
Like we, we, we practiced all day, went to meetings, then we had to go do this thing where we had to like, I guess it was like, you know, we were in SEC country pretty much when we, the gate where they had the game. We had to go to this thing with like donors and people were like there and pretty much like we were there, like <laughs> it's the power to use it. Like we were like the cattle and they were just in there like looking at us, like just picking at us. We were in the middle, people were walking by shaking our hands and stuff like that. We had to mingle with them. And then after we did that, we had to go from 7.30 at night till 11.30, we had to go take tests on these iPads, like just all these different tests, the Wonder Lick, all types of stuff, fam. It was like nerve wracking. You ain't eight since fucking five. You don't get to eat till after all that. Like they, they push your limits, fam. And then the, like, uh, like fam, they make it so much. Like, sometimes people don't even play in the game. They didn't push it so hard that week. Like. They sound like they're out there just torturing y'all borderline but it's just like you're the best of the best and shit we finna give you millions of dollars like we're not just a million for the scheme we gotta see if you can take it what you're worth and what you're about oh yeah i mean you want the best of the best at that level and if you're gonna i mean if you're gonna quit over over you know having to go long and then on little sleep then uh i mean they don't want you and doing all that yeah, that was about the bad, bad part of it, but it was still fun. It was an experience. And then you get to the combine. Fam, you talking about from the moment you get there, you're getting picked, prodded, getting touched on. Like, when you go to the hospital, fam, we're there. So, thank God, there in college, I didn't have very many injuries and stuff like that. So I was blessed. So I didn't have no surgery, nothing like that. I got in and out. But, fam, it's all sitting in a room. You know, thank God I bought this. Uh, they have us all sitting in a room for hours, man, just – it was snowing in Indy. Wasn't that bad. All I got was the x-rays. But some guys were there all day. And then the next day, they'll have you like, fam, you walking around in nothing but some tights, getting picked and prodded. You know, back when you're in Little League, you got to do the, what they, uh, where they make you drop your tights and cough. You got to do all that and shit. I don't even think they did. You know what I'm saying? Just a physical type stuff. And I couldn't even tell you last time I did that in college, you know? Yeah. And so uh, we're doing all that. And then, like, they, the first time you get there, they make you do this hamstring strength thing. Where you, like, it straps your leg up, and you just, like, try to, you know, you pull your leg back. And you just, like, they got this thing on the back of it, uh, testing the strength of it. Fam, my hamstrings were tight the rest of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, it's just, like, one of the things where you just, like, it's overwhelming. Like, I had to redo the three-cone drill, like, so many times. I was just to the point, like, I never even got it right. Like, my... My timing was just bad in the I could never get like a full, like I kept slipping, like the turf was I was on was bad. Like the turf in Indianapolis is terrible. <laughs> and shit, then we got the drug test and stuff. When you get drug tested, fam, they got you up like I, I got up at three in the morning and took my drug test. And then like shit, one night, fam, like you got you get to go meet with teams. Like I got to meet with like I met like I had twenty one, like thirty visits. So I had to meet with team from team for like two hours straight, fam, on Saturday night, the night before I did all my field work, which it's a blessing because some guys didn't have any. It just shows that people really interested me and value and just wanted me to talk. Like, I got to meet and greet with some of the greatest, like, you know what I'm saying? Any NFL head coach you can think of, I met him and got to sit down and talk football with him and shit. They fucked with me, fam. You don't know, like, it's one of the greatest feelings ever to have, like, shit. <laughs> Pete Carroll, even before, like, they drafted me, fam, I walked in there. He loves my tape. I got to meet Andy Reid. By far, you know, Andy Reid was a really quiet guy. He was, you know, mustache, you know, Tony Bahama shirt. <laughs> Who will? I met a lot of head coaches. Did you meet Bill? Yeah. Bill Belichick? Yeah. 
No, come on now. That the calm, Bill, Bill Belichick sent someone down there for him. And just, speaking of Bill Belichick at the Senior Bowl, that's how the Pages were doing. People, they were so uninterested in people, fam. They were like they made me get up at six in the morning just to come down and do a, a like a five or six question uh little questionnaire thing. And then the dude, once I answered the question, dude said, "Thank you. You're 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 free to go now." Just <laughs> hat, like fam, we could have easily done it the night before, but he just wanted to make me get up early. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Hey, they were checking to see if you're going to be on time. Uh, shit, luckily it was downstairs at the hotel, so you know how that go. <laughs> it was uh, cool to get to pay for John Gruden in the Senior Bowl. Him and Mike got to meet Mike Mayock. Shit, it was it was just really just fun, man. All of it was like it was nerve wracking, it was tiring, but fam, I'm a, I, like I do it again, all over again, just because like fam, I love being in that environment. I loved it. And, you know, great people there. And so that's what you live for. That's what, at the end of the day, if you truly love football and you call yourself a competitor, a gladiator, then you'll enjoy it. You know, I thrived in it. And then we get to – it was just a long process. You know, I was tired of doing the same stuff, you know. I played football from August to shit, the next February, you know. Yeah. My body was beat, fam. And then I got – you know what I'm saying? It was just – it was a long process, a very long process. So, have you ever played, like, the, the QB1 stuff on Madden? No, nah, I ain't going to lie to you, fam. I'm more of a 2K guy more than that. Madden. All right. So, on there, like, you know, like, you're going through the whole process or whatever, and, like, in the game, the like, the coaches pulled you – like, they'll pull your dude in, they'll ask you some dumb questions. Is that, like, a – is that a true thing, too? Hey, yeah, like, I wasn't – I went on – I told you, I – after the pro day, they have this thing called 30 visits where teams can fly you all over and all around just to get to know you. And I had plenty of that. Where they fly me in, coaches putting defenses up on the board, and we're learning them. And they're talking me through them and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's pretty much what it was like. Heck yeah, that's pretty cool. I got you. Sounds like, sounds like definitely a process, but that's a good thing nonetheless. Hell yeah, it's better than sitting at the crib not getting any interest. That's right. That's facts. Big facts. So, all right. So, hey, man, you've been on successful teams in high school, college, and now the NFL. So, what are some common, I guess, values or themes that have been evident on all of them? Everyone's invested. Everybody knows what their end goal is. Everybody works hard. You can just – when you're on a good team, you know you're going to be good because everything's hitting on all cylinders. And when you're not on a good team, you can feel it because, shit, people are getting into it. You got arrogant guys. You got guys who – some guys want to – what's the name? Want to be the leader. You know, younger guys who feel like it's their time to, to lead and do this and do that. And, but on teams where we've been really successful, it's just been like everybody's hitting on all cylinders. We got a good connection. We got older guys. Everybody's on the same page. We got good chemistry. We're competing. We had a good camp. Nobody got hurt. You can kind of feel when you're going to be good, you know, right. if, you've, if you've been on a few teams. Like in high school, the greatest team I ever played was the, my junior year. We won state. Like, that was by far. We had the best chemistry ever. Like, there was no doubt in my mind anytime I stepped on the field that Friday night that we wasn't going to dominate. You know, I had the best player in the state of Texas on my team in DePaul. So, yeah. when you got that, <laughs> you can't what's the name. And then you got a team full of other kids that can do just like he can, just a step slower. You know, we have my cousin Puda, we had Tyrone, we had, we were stacked. And in the year in college, like my junior year, the year I told you, but before my senior year, we had the best defensive lab. We had, we led the, the we led the country in sacks. Mm-hmm. At TCU, like, yeah, think about all the schools out there, Bama, Clemson, all of them who had like shit, 
Clemson had four guys, their whole starting D line, other than Austin Bryant, who got drafted like in the third or fourth. Yeah. Went to like Cleveland Farrell. I met him. That's he's a good friend of mine now. Uh, what was it? Uh, Dexter Lawrence and uh, the, uh, I can't remember the other one. All three went in the first round. And shit, we led the, uh, led the country in sacks before. So that showed you just like we were, and that defensive line room we have, we're all on the same page. We all were out to prove something. And it showed we had a lot of guys go crazy that year. And we knew where we were going to be. So I got – so how many – okay, so I'm a big – I know I think, I feel like culture, the word culture and the word process gets thrown around so much. And, mm-hmm. But I guess my question is how much, I guess, culture stuff – and you don't have to go like in specifics, but how much like did y'all actually sit down and have like quote-unquote culture meetings in, the, in college and in the NFL? Shit, I guess you could pretty much say what you're trying to ask is like, what's the, what was the standard like set there for the team and everything? And every place had one. Like TCU, we were always going to be known for being good defenses. Same with the Seahawks. That's the standard. That's our culture. Yep. We're known for be, hitting you in the mouth, firing off the ball, shit. Seattle's always been known for shit, the Legion of Boom and right. all that stuff like that for greatness. There's a standard there, like, which is why there's like, there's no room for error. Right. That's, a, that's the biggest thing people don't draw back. Everybody thinks it's easy until you get in the flame of the fire and shit. You know, it was like you have to uphold, like, shit, the standard of somebody like Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. Like, those are high standards to get to because those guys are like, man, you get around, you understand. Like, they're smart players. They're competitive. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're, right. they're successful off the field. Like, you see Russell Wilson doing stuff with money all the time. Like, he owns so much stuff in Seattle, fam. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I bet that'd be a big, uh, you know, shock. You know, you walk in. You know, your first day, and boom, Bobby Wagner's over there just chilling. You got Russell Wilson on the other side, probably just hanging out. Yeah, man, it was it was unreal. And Russell's like, you think he's one of those guys, like, man, yeah, I'm just a rookie and stuff like that. He always speaks. Bobby always speaks. It's a team full of – and those aren't the only guys on the team that are good, like Dwayne Brown, you know, everybody. It was a good chemistry team. That's why like, it's one of the – like, I've heard people even before I got there, they were like – what do you like about the place? I was like, man, but it's a home feeling. You got plenty of good guys out there, and they're competitive, and they're a good team. You got you got Pete. You know, you got some guys that could be like assholes and just doing too much. It's like it had nothing to do with football, but you're just being petty. <laughs> it's not like that there. I like. Uh, I I haven't read that Pete's book Win Forever, but everybody has told me it's really good. I need to check that one out. He's a different type of cat, man. He's a, it's, you, you can't help but understand why. When you get around, you understand why he's been successful for so long and doing what he does. Cause, man, he's just a he's a great individual, man. He's a great human being. Like, I'm lucky to get to play for him. I'm going to soak up as much knowledge from him as I can. I got you. Yeah. I, I uh, of course, I'll be honest with you. I'm more of a uh, – I am a tech fan because my uncle's the head track coach at tech. So, I do I do root for tech. But uh, I do like TCU, too. I'm a – I've always root for TCU if they're not playing Tech. Man, believe me, you got to understand where I come from. Everybody back yeah. out that way loves Tech. Monday yeah. is filled with <laughs> Tech graduates. And now, and now that I no longer go to TCU, they're right That's back right. on the train. Hey, but uh, by, by all means, hey, man, your favorite team is your favorite <laughs> team. I won't hold well, it. Well, I mean, until you went to TCU, I know, you know, we grew up watching Vince Young and Reggie Bush go at it. So, I mean, I've always been a UT fan. And 
<laughs> I can't stand Texas. Yeah, I fucking hate them. Same here. But, uh, I, I mean, I had to jump on the TCU train whenever you went over there. So, I mean, always. Yeah, yeah, always. appreciate you, brother. Well, I know it seems like the TCU coaches, I know I've heard a lot of good things about Coach uh, Sonny or Sonny Cumbie. And then, uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. And then Coach Patterson. Coach I've always, Patterson. Obviously, I don't know him, but I've always heard good things about him. So, uh huh. I mean, they allow coaches yeah. to come down and check out practices and stuff. If you guys ever want to go down there and see how what the standard is for the frogs, I mean, it never hurts to go down there and see what what it's like. Cause Coach P, man, he's a lot of things with shit. He is a competitor. He is a football coach, and he is a damn good one. He's a good guy to learn from. Like shit, if you love defense, shit, six man That's or eleven right. man, man, football is football. You guys, should, you guys should definitely get down there and learn, man. It, it never. It never hurts to get to learn from one no, of them. I'm saying the that's best, what I've heard know? is both those guys are good about, like you just said, I've heard both of them are really good about talking to high school coaches and not trying to like big time you and just be like, no, I don't have time for you. I've heard they're always pretty good about just wanting to help out. So, See, you know, Coach Cumbie's from Snyder, yeah, so right. he's from out there. So he's just like, you know what I'm saying? He can oh, relate. Yeah, so sure. he'll never he'll never turn away somebody trying no, to I, help a kid out, help, yeah, his, help, help his team get better. That's what I heard about him. So that's pretty cool. All right, man. Well, I guess we're gonna move on to the to the next question. Um, what are the, some of the best team building things that that you've done at, at any level, high school, college, or uh, or the NFL? Yeah, I guess team building, building thing. You know, a team camaraderie, building that connection, making sure everybody kind of trusts everybody. You know, man. Honestly, we didn't really do much. This is one of them things like shit. You get out there on the field or you get in the film room, like, you got to – when the coach asks you questions about what you got here and what you got to do, you kind of show everybody how, what you can do, like, by how well you, you answer the questions and how well you play. That's how they go off the stand on, like, how can we trust you? Like, shit, you know what's going on? Because, you know, just like y'all, I'm sure y'all put your players in situations like, you know the answer, so I'm going to put them through this test to see if they, like, you put them in a situation where they got to answer it and just see what they do just to know what they're right. going to do. Like, when you write script for practice, you put a play in that you want to see, like, say we're going to run this play here or where the kid has to loop underneath and he's going to make this play. So we're going to put him in a position where he's supposed to, like, he's supposed to know he has to do this, but we're not going to tell him. We're just going to run the play. And if you were paying attention, you would have knew that you, yeah, stuff like that. That's why I say to come into play, like, shit, you can be a talented world, but if you don't know what's going on, like, say at TCU, like, we had a tight G tank take on. With the Seahawks, we had a stunt on and shit. You don't know what's going on. And shit, they, they call the play and shit. You don't know, like, so you come underneath and, like, and you don't come underneath and shit, the, the ball hits where you're supposed to be at. And shit, it goes for a touchdown. You can feel oh, pretty yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it goes like this. At TCU, my senior year, we were going on, like, a play where I had to get across the opposite A-gap and shit. I was dominant. I had two sacks already, shit. Maybe four or five tackles for loss. Shit, I'm balling. This one, I'm just going. Shit. And, uh... I got a little too carried away and shit. They knew I had been uh, doing the same thing all night, not going across the gap. So I didn't go all the way across and shit. The quarterback hit my gap and shit. Went for, ran forever. And shit, we lost the game and shit. That play was one of the big plays that cost us. You know, this is my senior year. Shit, we lost the game. It was against <laughs> uh, I do remember that one. Jed Duffy took off running. Jed Duffy. It happens. Shit, it's, it's stuff like that that can cost you if you don't know what's going on. That's just where. The trust building comes in, like, 
If I can't trust you to do what you're supposed to do and be you're supposed to be, how can I trust you as a player? Same thing that's true. Very true. I say, except up there, you know, you get paid millions of dollars to know what you're doing. On God, fam, that's what they're gonna say. Like, hey, we didn't pay you all this fucking money to come in here and sit and, and be stupid. You better fucking run. Run, we <laughs> tell you to run. Yeah, hey, there's somebody right behind you that's gonna do exactly what they just got done telling you to do. Fam, I'm trying to tell you, you look up and shit. They won't say nothing. A dude that you seen two days ago. They seen you in the coach's office later that day, and they're talking about, "Hey, hand us your playbook." You're like, "What?" Hell no, the coach not gonna do it. They're gonna send oh. one of the player personnel guys up there. <laughs> hey, you gonna tap on the arm or, or come to your locker? Hey, man, we need you. We need your iPad. Oh man, that that would be tough. Yeah, and shit. And it got to the point to where just this is just me learning through my rookie year, just from listening to the older guys talk. Hey man, you might look up and somebody what's the name? Oh man. Somebody and they and you start to remember who the guy is who who comes and gets people, so you kinda know. Did you ever uh, you know, cause, I mean you were a first round pick, whenever they're starting to cut people, did you ever freak out like, oh man, that's going that's about to be me? No, nah, not really. No, nah, so you weren't worried? I'll have those thoughts this year if I don't play well. Like, man, hell no. That's just that's just a part of the NFL, man. Like, it's part of the game. I feel that. All right, so this one's a, this one's a good one for me. I was an offensive lineman. That's what I played forever. So my question is to you, you know, mm-hmm. who's the best offensive line that you've gone against? I mean, high school, college, NFL, like, when you lined up against those dudes, were you like, golly, man, this is about to be a fight? Uh, guess I played last year. I guess you could have to say uh, either Bakhtari from uh, the Steelers or, like, uh, I guess you could say Jason Peters. That's a Eagles. good one, man. That dude's old, though. Andrew Whitworth was a good one, too. And he just necessarily wasn't good. Like, these guys are just, like, one thing about like I told you earlier, like in high school, man, you can get away with being the best guy, not having good technique. You can be the strongest. So you can be as strong as all get out in the NFL, man. You can be as quick. If you don't got technique and discipline, that's all out of the water. Dang, was... And those guys are technique yeah. sound. And oh yeah, I was. I thought you were gonna say a cowboy. I thought you were gonna say like Tyron Smith. <laughs> uh, we yeah, don't play the Cowboys too this year. Was Jason Peters' beard as big as it looks? Yeah. His beard? Yeah. I don't know, man. He had his helmet on all kinds of awesome, like, shit. You know how it is, like, shit. Take it in, like, your first year of varsity ball. Everything's yeah. going fast. Everything's going pretty quick. So, you're really just trying, like, shit. Hey, man. Run to the ball. <laughs> Get off the ball hard. Well, it's funny because, you know, all those guys you mentioned have been playing the league for dang near 10 to 15 years. Like, I mean, they know exactly what they're doing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially those those old vets. I mean, Jason Peters, that dude's been in it for a long time and he's been in, he's been considered top five, you know, for basically since he's been starting. And, you know, they just they know I mean they know what to do, they know where to be, and they know if you're doing something different, they know how to fix it. Facts, fam, and it just gets to a while, you know, you do this so long. Like it's some stuff I've been doing it so long that it's just natural to me, like. I've been playing D-line so long, like, man, it's just – it's about like throwing discs. It's just some stuff you can't forget. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
All right, man, we're going to move on to, to what, what I feel like might be your favorite question out of all these. Um, so if you could have any mm-hmm. superpower, what would it be and why? Hmm. So many good powers out there. I can I can only have one. Maybe two. We'll give you. We'll give you two. Just just because just because I like you. <laughs> Shit, I'm going with super strength super and flight, strength man. Super strength and flight. So Superman, basically. Yeah, you got Superman. Oh God, the Man yeah. of Steel. That that'd be cool. Why? So why those two? Yeah, I'm indestructible. I can do whatever I want. I can get wherever I want. Shit, like, how do you stop that somebody? So you can fly. When you can fly, you can fly, uh, run. You can move just as fast as somebody that can run at super speed and shit. I'm flying through buildings. I can do whatever I need to do. Like, look at Superman. Other than the kryptonite, shit, bullets bouncing off of him. Hey, man, I'm going crazy. No one's stopping. All right. So if you have superpowers, would you wear a disguise or would you just let it be known? Like, this is me. Look, every superhero movie today tells you, you can't go out there with your face out there. Because there's going to be somebody like, look, if we can't stop you. You got a family member, a girlfriend, a son, a cousin, an uncle. They, hey, they're not on with you on. So we can get them. Yeah, so. If Spider-Man taught you nothing, then I don't <laughs> no, you're know. right. So uh, what would your superhero name be? Damn, you caught me off guard. With that one. I ain't never... <laughs> Oh man! Oh. I'm gonna have to take a rain check with that one because I don't know. That's gonna take some time. It's, you don't even hey, come up with that one. Back to us later with that one. That's okay. <laughs> All right, man. It's the last question we got for you. You ready for this? All right. So yeah. If what's you go up? Back, you're not. You're not even old. But if you go back and talk to a young, younger LJ, what advice would you give him? Man, stop showing your ass in class. Uh, really just work hard, man. Know that because when I was in high school, man, I was kind of a confused kid. I didn't know what uh what what, what God had in store for me. I didn't know where my life was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just know I didn't want to be one of those stereotypical guys that just ends up being a good athlete. And you know, you end up walking the streets of your right. town and people talking about you. I just tell the younger LJ man, just stay the course. And to keep grinding, man. It's like, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated and act, you know, act, carry yourself better. Don't come in here, act like a class clown. Don't come in here to, you know what I'm saying, trying to please people that, quite frankly, ain't worried about you. You know, to come to school. I wish I would have spent more time in school learning rather than trying to be a class clown and stuff like that. And, you know, it still worked out for the best, but I wish I would have took it more seriously. You know, I, so I try to, everything I learned through being a man now, because I was like, I've changed so much. And, you know, maybe me being who I was earlier is why I am the way I am today. But I try to, like, tell my nephew, like, because he, he's just like I am. You don't need to do that. You know, that's not right. cool. That's not what people – it may seem cool to your friends and stuff. But, you know, just be a better friend. Be a little smarter. Don't do certain things and uh, make better decisions, honestly. Because I got to make some, some good decisions growing up. And pretty much, yeah, just be really just be smarter, man. Just, you know, cherish your parents. You cherish the time you have with everybody because, like, you know, my life taking a drastic turn these past few years with losing my mother and, uh, you know, just a lot going on in my life. So just things like that, cherish your friendships. Like, man, I'm away so much. All this, like, my life sounds great. I got the nice house, the cars, everything. But I miss so much. Like, I miss my, my friends. 
getting married. I miss them having kids and their kids growing up. Like, I got a lot of friends with kids who kids are probably won't ever get to know me, you know? But it's just one of those things, you know what I'm saying? Just keep grinding and continue to stay the course, man. All good stuff. And the process led you to where you are today, so. Oh, God. Yeah, great, man. I appreciate you doing this for us. Oh, man, I don't mind at all, man. Call, as soon as Colton asked, I was like, man, I ain't gonna lie. If it would have been anybody else that I didn't know, I wouldn't have done it. But Colton's my dog, man. It's fine. Hey, he'd been my dog since he was little, man. I ain't got hey, no man, problem I, at all. I really do appreciate it. I hope everyone out here. Uh... You said what now? Yes. Sorry, uh, I got a phone now? call come, come in. Nick cut us out. But anyway, no, nah, I mean, I was just saying I appreciate you coming on. I, I really do. I hope everybody that's listening, you know, really enjoys it. Even if they don't, you know, we enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad we could catch you before you got to go back to camp. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. I appreciate you guys for letting me come on just listen to my story and what I have to offer, Nathan, I really appreciate that because not a lot of people would listen, man. Thank oh, you guys so much. Yeah, anytime. I, it's been fun. Yeah, this is this is a really fun interview, man. Now I have to go. Now when I play Madden, I have to just always get you on my team. Uh, I don't know if that's all. You know what I'm saying? Madden, my, my Madden rating is <laughs> a little low right now, so – I don't know. You might have to go, you know, some JJ Watson <laughs> right now. But give me no, about man, a year. We'll you nah, we'll put, nah, we'll get, nah, we'll get you on there. We'll put all of our skill points in you. Stay yeah, All right, man. Well, like I said, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, we'll we'll let you get get going, going on, go on about your day. Uh, tell tell the uh, tell the people. I want I want to tell the world the names of everybody, but tell them I said hi and. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I know. yeah like we have a ton of listeners but uh yeah man just yeah he's yeah just enjoy your day man appreciate you coming on you too doc we'll Anytime. talk to you later bye bye all right this has been coaching interrupted where we build winners on and off the field and court we'll see you next time